This is Up for Debate, episode number 248, recorded February 8th, 2023. Super Bowl prop bets, number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8! Eight, Matt. Can you believe it? Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate. I am Sean Jennings, joined by the original Matrick Mahomes. It is Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Yeah, that, I like that. Matrick. Matrick. Is that a name that someone would name their kid? It should Plausibly, be. but not that I've ever heard. I mean, that 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 is something I would read and go, huh, but not... Super unbelievable. That's why I went with on our little uh, internal uh, name. Disc- I went with Sean Lynn Hertz because I thought you were going to be Matrick Mahomes. But you, well, you still did pretty good. That hurts Mahomes. I think uh, I, I kind of like that for a title, but it's good. I don't know. That's one of those ones that just uh, it was a it was a game time decision. Um. How are you doing? How are you doing, Mr. Sean? You got, we both are rocking our um, New Jersey Devils jerseys because we're both Jersey. Go Devs. Players, as everybody knows. And we love our Devs. Yeah, I, I know like that. Uh, I know you. I feel like I'm in clerks right now. We're both just wearing. I don't think I've ever been next to somebody else who's been wearing a, a Jersey attire. On a, <laughs> now, Matt, is that an Alexander Holtz jersey you're wearing? Uh, this is not. This is uh, Kyle Palmieri, who is no longer oh, on the team. He's no longer on the team. I knew that. I remember because he was traded to the Islanders about four days after I bought this jersey. So, mm. so you didn't but even get the the, the discount. He's been traded price. I did not, and I and I probably could have. Actually, I'll I'll tell you a secret, Sean. This is not an official. This is not an <gasps> official Kyle Palmieri jersey. What? While it Someone get the NFL, get the NHL the phone. Jersey, Where's the commissioner? It's an official, it's an official NHL jersey, um, but it's one of those jerseys where you can like type your own name in, like custom name, and I just typed Kyle Palmieri's name into it. Could have typed anybody. Could have typed any name. Could type your name. Could have probably typed my name. I don't like to do that though because I've never no. played hockey and I can barely I can barely skate. So has there ever been a hockey player with the last name Mariani? I doubt it. It's not. Uh, it's not a hockey name, if if you know what I mean. It's not. Well, and by that, I mean it's not Nordic or Slavic. No, I would be surprised. French. French There's Canadian. college. I'm finding college players and Canadian oh, yeah. players. There's a Kyle Mariani. Uh oh no! This hang on, Kyle Mariani. I think he is a real hockey player. I love how we're talking about hockey on the one um, on the one football episode we do all year. Um, yeah, Kyle Mariani. The fates aligned that way. It's meant to be. No, he's only ever played in Canada, but he's had a lengthy career. He had a lengthy career. All right. I'd love to meet so. him. Kyle Mariani, if you're listening, you are you are invited to this show. Yes, come on down and talk to us about the great sport of hockey. But Matt, that's not what we're talking about tonight. Instead, we're doing maybe our favorite yearly tradition here on the show. As I mentioned, this is our eighth time doing it, if you can believe it. Um, It is our annual Super Bowl prop bets episode, our annual two-parter. Tonight, we're going to be placing down some prop bets around the Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, 57 this year in 2023. 
And then next week, we'll see how we did. The game is coming up this weekend on Sunday from Glendale, Arizona. Your Philadelphia Eagles are playing your Kansas City Chiefs in a worldwide heavyweight matchup for the ages. Matt, are you excited for this most super of bowls? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is a, I think this is a pretty good matchup. I'd be lying if I said that I was not excited. I think it's uh, definitely a stolid, stolid matchup, stolid, solid or stolid. Yeah. And I guess either one, no, probably more like a solid matchup. I'm looking up the word solid means calm, dependable or showing little emotion. I, I think that this is an, uh, this is going to be a big emotion, a uh, big emotional event. How, um, how about this, Matt? Be big waves, and and I think it's going to be exciting. Why, why don't you give me ten words to describe this matchup? Because you already gave you gave some good ones there. What's ten words to describe this matchup? Delicious is going to be number one. Okay. Reason I say yes. delicious, okay? Because the cities of Kansas City and Philadelphia, both very well well known, respected for their food. So yes. delectable. I'm, I'm changing delicious to delectable. Number two. Well, you can count both. Uh, okay. All right. Delicious, delectable. Um, also, it's it's going to be hard hitting. I think both of these teams have some really uh, great players on the field that hit really hard, if you know what I mean. I, Brock Purdy definitely knows what I mean. He got rocked in uh the championship game. <laughs> and uh, I think we're, we're also two more words left. I think that this game is going to be um, particular because that's, that's just a word that popped into my head, to be honest. And I think it fits. We can make it fit somehow, some in some way, in some capacity. And the last word is cheeseburger. Why? Because coach Reed Loves his cheeseburgers. Yeah, I, I think, well, I asked for 10 words, but I'll do the other five ten. for you. What, did, uh, what are you, the SAT, Sean? Ten, yeah, well, I really want to words? test your knowledge. But here, here's Sean's five words for Super Bowl 57. Uh, fine. Okay. Going to happen. All football game and Hawaiian shirts because Andy Reid always wears Hawaiian shirts. Okay, some of them more than one word, but I like it. I like the vibe. <laughs> I like the, the approach. Uh, no, I think it'll it, it'll be a good football game. It will be a watchable football game. Let me put it that way. Probably better than most Super Bowls, I think. However, I don't care about either team. I, there are no real storyline. I'm a storyline guy in the Super Bowl. Like, that's what... When you look at... Uh, Last year, uh, when it was the uh, Rams versus the Bengals, you had the Matt Stafford. The man never won a Super Bowl. He's been playing for a long time. Sean McVay had lost previously versus Joe Burrow, the number one pick, and the upstart Bengals, who nobody thought was going to be there. Like There was a good storyline. And this game is the Kansas City Chiefs, who are just always in the AFC Championship and always good, and we know Patrick Mahomes is great. It, it, they're very much, I know they've only won one Super Bowl, but it's very like Patriots dynasty E to me, where it's like, I don't really want to see they're them on the win. Cusp. They're on the cusp of a dynasty. And yeah. when it comes to the Eagles, like, I'm not a big Jalen Hurts fan. I'm not against him. I just like, don't really have a strong opinion. The Eagles just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And 
there's nothing uh, endearing or exciting about them to me. So from a storyline side, I do not care. Sean, not me over here Googling uh, the top 10 Super Bowl storylines of 2023, because <laughs> I, I disagree. Someone came up with 10? In, in up for debate history, this is uh, not a first, but it doesn't happen often. We don't usually disagree, and I, I disagree here. I think that this is a, uh, a very, very story-heavy Super Bowl. Many, many stories to be told here. Just off the cuff, we have the first ever um, Super Bowl where the with two two black quarterbacks uh, with Jalen Hurts and. I Patrick thought you were going to say a different. I thought you were going to say something different. That's why I was making a face like boo. But that's great. <laughs> wow. I don't want people to think. I thought you were going to. Wow. I thought you were going to say it was the first Super Bowl with two brothers playing against each other, which is true uh, with the Kelseys. Well, that, so that's why I, which I, I, th- I, I think that's cheesy. That I deliberately deliberately left that one for a second. That was uh-huh. my second storyline, the Kelsey. Okay, brothers. no, Kelsey, the, the two black Kelsey quarterbacks. Brothers. I think that's like great. That, uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, first ever two two black quarterbacks uh, in the Super Bowl for the first time ever. It's about time. Um, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. Um, some people are calling it the Brother Bowl because the, you got the Kels brothers or Kels or Kelsey. Can you? I never know. Kelsey, Travis it's and, uh, Travis. And Leslie, Leslie Kelsey, Jason, Travis, Tr- Jason, Chesterfield, Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, the, Travis Kelsey is the Chiefs' tight end. Jason Kelsey, the Eagles' center. Um, and they are facing off against each other. I, I would have liked it better if they were like on opposite sides of the line, like literally lined up against each other. But they're both oh sure, like offensive a- players, so they're never even on the field together. So that kind of sucks. But, um. No, uh, they're also calling this the Andy Reid Bowl because sure. famously Andy Reid has coached both teams. He's coached the Eagles. Uh, he has coached the he's the current coach of the of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, fun fact that I, I learned about um, about Andy Reid and about his coaching history. Um, he he has faced so he has faced the opposite team of his of his tenure between coaching the Eagles, and then coaching the Chiefs, he has faced the opposing team exactly six times. So three times when he was the coach of the Eagles, he faced the Chiefs. Three times when he was the coach of the Chiefs did he face the Eagles, and he has won all six matches. He is 6-0. and oh. Wow. So um, in, in, um, in, in all, I believe they were all regular season. They all would have to be regular season because they're in different leagues. But um, yeah, all regular season matchups uh, Andy Reid is 6 and 0 against his his other team. Um another fun fact this is only the I think I remember I read somewhere this is only like the 7th or 8th time that these two teams have played each other. I think before the yeah. Randy R- Andy Reid's got 6 of them and I think they've only played like twice before that or something. Something crazy. Yeah, it's, so. it's not they they don't get scheduled up too often. Yeah. Um so Let's see. Now I'm going to go to the well because I don't know too many others. Those are the those are the main storylines that uh, I wanted to to hone in on. Oh, um, I think Jalen Hurts is also the youngest. Is he the youngest quarterback in a Super Bowl? Is that right? Do I have that right? I don't want to. I want to fact check, fact check me on that. I think he's the fact youngest. check. Google says. Uh, that's the youngest to win, youngest to start. 
the youngest star is Mike. Well, this doesn't. So do me a favor. You, uh, well, let me. OK, mm -hmm. Mike Tom Zach okay. uh, started for the Chicago Bears in the 1986 Super Bowl. That can't be right. Was he the youngest? No, that can't no, the be. The Bears right. were there Hang in 86. Think the no, they were, the, uh... but I I don't think he started, did he? He was oh, the youngest that... to play, not the youngest to start. Youngest Dan Marino of the Dolphins. That sounds more right. Was that 23 years, right. 187 days. Jalen Hurts, as of today is 24 years old, so he will not set the record. Oh, yeah, Dan Marino was 23, okay. And Ben Roethlisberger was just shy of 24 with uh, in his first uh, Super Bowl with the win. Steelers. Yes, and he won first appearance and win. All right, He did, so, the, I, and I believe he still holds the records for the youngest to win. I don't know. I think I, I was just making that up, but he seemed, he seemed like he story. could have been right. I don't know. Oh, Jalen Hurts is on this list. He's actually seventh. Okay. Above him is Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, and David Woodley, who started for the uh, the Dolphins. Uh, Nick Sirianni. That's another another storyline. On the other side of the ball, we've got Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he is. The uh, he he also has a history with uh, this former team with the Chiefs his, his opposing team. Um, he was he worked for the Chiefs as like a um, I believe he worked as part of their like um, training staff or uh, his like basically his first professional NFL job was with the Chiefs. Um, he worked as a I think a quarterbacks coach or something like that until he mm -hmm. was actually fired by Andy Reid. Reed came in, uh, cleared house, put his own guys in, fired Nick Sirianni, and Sirianni wound up with the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, where he was then hired by the Eagles after. So uh, there's a little bit of a history with these coaches. Um, I, the one positive thing I can say about this Super Bowl is there's nothing, there's nothing bad. Like, if you look at these two teams... They're generally nice franchises. They have generally nice owners and generally nice coaches. They have nice quarterbacks and nice players. Like there's no like boo inness to like anything happening in the Super Bowl. And I guess we can look at that as a, in, in a country where we're booing everything. I'll take some positive solace in like whoever wins, it's good. Like there's no like. You know, there's no Spygate or there's no like domestic violence controversy or there's no like you know, bullshit around it. It's just like all generally nice people. So. Yeah. You know, I will take that. This is the, uh, it's the first time in a while where that, that seems to be the case. There's no, uh, no dark cloud hanging over this game from, uh, from what we, what we know right now, right now on February 8th, 2023. Yeah. Yeah. There time to no time date this. Cloud. Yeah. There is no dark cloud over this. Cause when something comes out tomorrow, we're, we're in big uh, trouble. Yeah, indeed. Now, Matt, uh, let's dive on into these because we got a number of them to get through. We'll talk about other, uh, we got to talk about the halftime and some other stuff, but we'll do that, I think, as we go through. For those who haven't joined us before, uh, as I mentioned, this is our eighth year doing it. Uh, we pick a series of prop 
bets. We do, uh, I have 13 on the list this year. Uh, a handful of them, actually seven of them, we've repeated every year since we started this. So we have a bit of a track record. And then the others rotate in and out every year. Now, uh, the historical record, Matt, if you remember, you won the first two years. I won the third year in 2018. Then you went for three straight. And last year, I finally got another win in my column, uh, defeating you in Super Bowl 56 with a score of six to four. Um, how, I, are you feeling confident about your ability to come back this year? Um, Depends on how much... Uh... Rihanna I've listened to in the past few days, but <laughs> not really that much. So no, I think, um, I think it'll be good. I, I mean, it, th- these are all, all always fun and, uh, you always keep me on my toes. I'm all, I'm always, um, I'm always Im- impressed by your ability to pick, um, various, various ongoings. I feel like your, your strength really lies and, and you can fact check me on this too, but I think your strength is really in, the on-field action, you seem like you you get you, – oftentimes you get like the stuff like the coin toss or the, the first player to score, like the analytical stuff you, you do quite well. And I, yeah. I just get the random shit that uh, – You get the oddball all, stuff. The all cosmic luck, roll of the dice kind of bullshitty parts of this game. And I, I will say it's gotten harder every year because we do repeat those seven bets – uh, every year, but the remainder, I try not to repeat ones from past years. The problem is there's only so many things to bet on. So um, there are some oddballs in here this year. I think it's going to be fun, Matt. Let's start with the one we always start with. Maybe not the most interesting bet because it's literally a coin toss, Matt. It's the coin toss. Now, uh, you have won this four years in a row, okay? Uh, last year's heads, and before that, heads, tails, and tails. Um, and I believe the policy is you get to pick first for some reason. So Matt was heads last year and you got the win. What are you leaning towards for Super Bowl 57? Uh, you know, coming in, coming in, I was really feeling heads and I think I'm going to stick with heads. Heads it is calling heads, lock it in. All right, I'm typing it into the spreadsheet. Uh, Matt, I got to tell you, heads, if you look at the last 10 Super Bowls, four have been heads, six have been tails. So close to 50-50, you would think heads would sort of even it out. Um, So maybe you've got something going there, um, but I don't think so. I have no idea what they're going (laughs) to do. I I think it's one of those things that just happens. It just happened. So who knows? That's kind of a mystery point. But Matt, I added a twist to the coin toss this year. Oh, because it's easy to do a 50 50 pick. What's harder is to pick. And this this, and by the way, I should mention everything we're going to do tonight are actual bets you can physically place with money. So I didn't make any of these up. These are real bets. Go to our gambling site, Matt and Sean Gamble. (laughs) Yes, you use offer code free bet. And your first hundred bets are, uh, are on us. No, Matt. We are the which Kings. which team is going to win the coin toss? A little, a little more. Now again, it's a fifty-fifty shot. But now it's even. You can't even look at a historical record necessarily. You think it? Who's it going to favor? And now, since you got to pick the coin, I'm going to pick which team <laughs> I think is going to win, and you're okay. going to get stuck with the leftovers. 
Now, this is one I did not look up a historical record of um, if it's like home team versus away team or the AFC versus the NFC who tends to win these because that was just too much work and I didn't care. Um, So I'm just going to pick it out of my ass. I think. See, I'm, I'm visualizing, right? That's what you're supposed to do. I'm visualizing. I'm watching the television. There's the umpire. He says, uh, all right, it's time for the coin toss head. Yes. The football umpire. Okay. Isn't it? Never mind. (laughs) Do they call them the field judge? The referee? I don't know. The field judge. Sure. (laughs) Uh, he says, he says heads is the Super Bowl logo and he flips it over and tails is the, uh, the logo of the stadium. Okay. So he tosses it up. I believe uh, NFC is the home team, so the Eagles will call it in the air. I bet they're going to have both Kelseys do it, because that'd be cool. So it's going to be Brother Kelsey. It's going to flip it. He's going to say tails. Flip, 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 flip. It's going to land on heads. The Chiefs are going to win it. That's my prediction. All right. I think, uh, you know what? I was... uh... I was leaning Chiefs on that one too. Not gonna lie, just vibes. Oh no, I was just just vibes going that way. So <laughs> that, all that's right. all you can do with the coin toss. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, one of our other huge staples, and this may be arguably the most famous prop bet um, for the Super Bowl, maybe outside of the Gatorade color, is the length of the national anthem. How long will it take? for the singer to sing. Uh, Matt, you've won this the last two years as well. Um, I believe on both you uh, last year, it was over and you, you took it the year before it was also over and you took it. Um, although I do make you pick a specific length to guess in case we both go over Matt, this year's national anthem singer is Chris Stapleton. I know you're a big fan. I have no idea who he is. He is a he is oh, a I not looked up a picture of him. Ooh, okay. He has his number one song on here is called Tennessee Whiskey. That's and right. He is a mildly famous like country singer. Exactly the kind of man that would sing a song about Tennessee whiskey, like to a to a T. And also sing a song about how much he loves America. Sure, I can see that too. Uh, now, Matt, the over under this year placed by our friends at the sports books is two minutes. And five seconds. Two minutes and five seconds. One other interesting fact is most of the years when we do this, you can go and research other times these singers have sung the national anthem at other events. There's no recorded record of Chris Stapleton ever singing the national anthem that anyone's been able to find. So we have nothing to go off of. So my question for you, Matt, is how long do you think it's going to take Chris Stapleton to sing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl? Truly random. Truly randomized. Uh, I am. I'm going to go over. For some reason, I'm feeling over. It's in Arizona, so it's not like it's like too cold or anything. He should he should kind of be in his element there. I think I think he's gonna be he's gonna be feeling it. Also, he's never done it before, so he doesn't want to rush through it. 
Maybe he's going to take his time with it. I mean, you could probably even go in the opposite direction and be like, maybe he just wants it to be done with. But I think he's going to want his time. He's a, also he's a country boy, country singer. Hundred. I'm I'm very confident. I'm going to take the over on this. So I'm going to say over, and I am going to say uh, the over at two minutes and eight seconds. Okay, so just a little over. Just a little over, yeah. Not like terribly over, yeah. Ah, you know what? I we'll round it up. We'll make it an even two ten. Two ten. Two ten. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're smart. I think over is probably the way to go. Last year, country singer Mickey Guyton sang and went over, uh, went over the line by about ten seconds. Uh, I think country singers tend to sing long. I also think, and I don't have a lot of. Just looking back through past spreadsheets, um, they go over most years. The question is by how much. And if you had asked me, just based on his name and who this guy is, I would have said probably what you would have said or even longer. But then I listened to a couple of his songs in research. And he's not a real slow twanger kind of guy. Like he, he sings at a, I wouldn't say fast, but at a decent clip and considering the fact we've never seen him sing the national anthem tells me he probably doesn't do it very often and so i'm thinking to myself you're a professional singer country male singer who doesn't sing the anthem very much you're probably not going to take your time i think you're going to go through it pretty fast so i am going to take i'm going to take it over but so very slightly i'm gonna take it at two minutes and six seconds so I definitely basically what I'm saying yeah. is I think it's slower than 210, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because it's if it falls in between, it's whoever's closest. But um, I think 210 is a good guess. It would not surprise me if it took that long. But last year, Mickey Guyton did it in a minute, 50 seconds. Yeah, you uh, now that's unusually fat. That's unusually fast. Yeah, you 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 make you made a lot of sense. I mean, that's like I said, like I was kind of set in my argument up. You could take the opposite approach and say he hasn't done it before so that could be that he wants to get it over with but i will have to see how it plays out i I like i like this i like this matchup we got here yeah i this is you know it's always a an interesting one because we guess it to the second (laughs) and so um it could result in um in a pretty cool in a pretty cool score because it can be close we'll be keeping an eye on a stopwatch for that um Next up, a new bet for this year, for this year's Super Bowl. Uh, We've never done this one. I try to avoid either or bets, like yes or no bets, uh, because I just don't think they're interesting. But I also ran out of ideas, Matt. This year, we're going to look at, uh, and you went first on the last one, so I'll go first. The first team to call a timeout. Something you can actually bet on. The first team to call a timeout. Um... Vegas has Chiefs as the uh, better odds than the Eagles. Um, they think they're more likely to do it. Um, my guess on this is I'm going to disagree and I'm going to say the Eagles. Here's why. Timeouts used early in the game, right? Usually the first is you make you take a timeout because of a mistake you make, right? Too many men on the field, you're not properly set, you want to review the play. This is the third Super Bowl for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and a number of other um, players from the Chiefs. 
one of which they won and one of which they lost, and then they're playing in this one. This is this Eagles squad, really their first Super Bowl. The coach, the quarterback, a young guy. I think the Eagles are more likely to make a mistake and need to burn a timeout before the Chiefs do. Uh, so I'm going to take the Eagles on this one. What do you think? Um, another very good approach and good strategy. I have to compliment you on on thinking that one through because I can I see the logic in it. But I'm glad you took it because I would I would have followed the Vegas odds on this one and I would have said Chiefs um, to take the first time out. I think this is because the I'm following the logic that the Chiefs start with the ball um, going from our, our off our previous premise. Um, yeah. I think that uh, the Eagles have such a dynamic defense, especially in their in their in their defensive line, that I think they're going to cause a lot of disruption up front. Uh, they're going to cause a lot of disruption, a lot of miscommunications. Uh, they're going to they're going to give they're going to give Mahomes a a um, a shock, like a real shock, and I think they're going to send him scrambling a whole bunch of times. And I think that. Either Mahomes or Coach Reed are going to have to call a timeout to just kind of reset things and calm things down at some point. And I think really more realistically is that at some point they're going to line up like with a illegal formation or something like that. So I see them doing like a quick timeout just to just because I, I do think that the Eagles are going to get that disruption in there. So I'm picking the Chiefs for the first timeout. Yeah, that's yeah. That I mean, I I we agree too much. I agree with that. I think uh, the Eagles are really a high pressure team, and combine that with Mahomes' shaky ankle, um, I think they're gonna. He it wouldn't surprise me if Mahomes himself calls the timeout as the clock hits, you know, as the the shot clock hits zero. Uh, the other thing too to keep in mind is both of these have a very loud fan base, both of whom I'm sure will be traveling to Arizona. Um, so the stadium certainly in the first quarter is going to be rocking. Um, it could lead to problems for either team. So. New bet this year. That'll be an interesting one. Um, Matt, I got another first-time bet. Um, and this time, it is a multiple choice. So you actually have some options here, okay? It's not an either-or. Uh, and it is the result of the first drive of the game, okay? First drive of the game, you're going to pick first on this one. Your options are punt, offensive touchdown, field goal attempt, or the always tempting other For, so working off the same premise i think this this one in my opinion really depends on who gets the ball first um if the i think if if we follow you know if we follow our same train of logic the chiefs start with the ball calling heads or um yeah calling heads because they're the away team technically getting the ball um, I think this ends for me, I would say this ends in either a punt or a field goal attempt. I'm going to say a punt. Um, so that's my answer is the, the first drive ends in a punt. However, I, I really think if the Eagles, if the Eagles start with the ball, I think it ends with a touchdown. I think it ends with a quick, quick touchdown as they, they kind of hammer it downfield before the chiefs can even get their bearings. And speaking of getting our bearings, Sean, excuse me for one moment. I think my wife is locked out of the house. So, okay, you do that. I'll fill time. Okay. And while Matt's gone, uh, I'm going to work through. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to work through my logic on this one, and he's just going to have to miss it. Um, 
I suppose. Um, result of the first drive, it's it's kind of an interesting one. Super Bowls are historically low scoring, especially in the first half. Um, very rarely do they open on a scoring drive, although famously in the uh, Seahawks Broncos uh, game with uh, with Peyton Manning, where uh, he missed the snap and they scored a safety as the first score. Pretty unusual. Um, punt is probably your safest bet. So Matt's definitely got a leg up there. Um, outside of now, I could pick punt and just make this a wash, but there's no fun in that. I really don't see the initial team going all the way down the field for a touchdown. So it really comes down to field goal attempt or other. Now, other is an interesting choice, right? Because that can mean a few things. Interception, turnover, turnover on downs, If should they go for it on a fourth down. Um, it's, it's really okay. Is, are, is she in the house? She is in the house. She, she did indeed okay. misplace her key. And now everybody knows it. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, why don't you tell us your secret key hiding spot? It's always in the fake rock, Sean. That's the that's the secret. The fake the fake rock. But what people works. don't know is you have a pile of thirty fake rocks out exactly. front of your door. That's the that's the that's the thing is you don't hide the fake rock amidst regular rocks. You hide it amongst fake rocks, and then they're all that's right clones. Yep. Um. It's the one that looks like a Pokeball. So tell me again, uh, the, the, the other, what is the other, this other option? Yeah. So I did a little bit of my, I don't know. I wasn't looking when you jumped in, but I'm going with other. Other is interesting because a pun is probably the most likely. So, but I I just don't want to pick the same as you because that's not fun. First half, low scoring, probably not a touchdown. Field goal time worth lucky. But what I like about other is there's a lot of good choices, right? Because there's interception ends a drive turnover ends the drive uh a a failed fourth down conversion ends the drive um and i think i was thinking back to peyton manning's uh miss snap with the safety at the beginning of that super bowl against the seahawks and i just am just fascinated by the concept of other i think the odds of one of those happening on their own isn't good but when you combine them all into other i think to me that's more interesting than touchdown or field goal so i'm going with other all right, yeah. Other, others, fun. Yeah, okay. I like that. I'm like, um, but I, I still think punt by far is your most likely option. Yeah, um, Matt, this is uh, up next. Probably, maybe my favorite new bet of the night uh, because I'm surprised we hadn't thought about this. But this is actually a really interesting one, and I am. I really want to hear your thoughts on this. What will the first missed field goal of the game be? The first missed field goal. Now, if there isn't a missed field goal, we'll just call it a wash. But should the first one, should one be missed, that first missed one, will it be wide left, wide right, or short? Now, wide left includes hitting the left goal post and missing. Wide right includes the right goal post. And short includes hitting the bottom crossbar and if it's blocked. All right. Do I pick this one first or you? I believe I do. I believe I do. And again, um, I did not. This was also another one that for some reason, this seems like the kind of thing I would do. um, I would do my research on about the kickers for the Super Bowl this year, um, including what direction they're most likely to miss, because I'm sure that information is out there. Um, But I didn't. 
So I can't do that. Uh, I'm actually spending time trying to track down the actual kicker. Harrison Bucker, uh, who is a fantastic kicker, is kicking for the uh, the Chiefs. Um, really fantastic. And then for uh, Jake Elliott is kicking for the Eagles. Um, I have no... Now, it's an indoor stadium. Okay, so there's theoretically zone. little yeah. to no wind. It's, it's an indoor stadium. Um... With absolutely, again, I'm visualizing, right? I'm visualizing Butker lines up. It's at the end of the second half. And there's not enough time to complete the drive. He's kicking from about the 33-yard line. Two seconds left on the clock. The Chiefs want to end it by going up. Butker lines up. He kicks. It just misses to the right. That's my prediction. Okay. Matt? Um, realistically speaking, I don't think there will be a missed field goal. But if I, don't I have disagree. to choose uh, how this would occur, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say short. I'm gonna say it's it goes short, falls short. I know that's a that's a bold a bold one for this because. Um, of the, the like no win situation, but I think it's going to go short because I think it's going to be, I, I, and I might, I, I might be so bold as to like pan out the scenario. I think it's going to be right before halftime. I think it's going to be the Eagles, even though Elliot is, is one of my favorite kickers. I've had him in fantasy many times. Um, I think Elliot's going to miss short because I think we're, we're going to be in like a right by halftime, just see what happens, kick it and see if you can get like, you know, three before the half situation. It's going to be like a relatively close, very defensive heavy game until then. And I think uh, Elliot is not a super long distance guy. Uh, he's very accurate, but I don't think he has a lot of power uh, or at least not as much power as, as like some kickers do. So I think we're going to say, um, I think we're going to say Elliot yeah, his longest field goal. Oh, his longest was 54 yards against the Giants. That's pretty damn far. Um, but I think that's his career long. Uh, mm. Up until then, you see like yeah, 30, 31. Not very long uh, field goal. Uh, 40 here and there. So, I'm yeah, I'm going for... Uh, I'm going to go with Jake Elliott missing short. Coming up short. Uh, gosh, man, I wish I could tell you that was a good decision, but I just did some research while you were talking. Uh, short, I can't speak for, uh, but in terms of blocking, um, both Butker and the other guy have each had one blocked this season, which puts them, the most was three per kicker this year, so not many, but uh, Kansas City and uh, the Eagles as a team were the best and the third best in the league this year in not having their kicks blocked. So oh, I don't think it'll be blocked. I think it'll just be short. Yeah. You think it'll be short? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, listen, if it's blocked, a game no. game winner from 60 some odd feet, you never know. So yeah, you never know. I, I think All it's right. going to be just that. Yeah. That same scenario where it's like, there's three seconds on the clock and we're, we're you're in field goal position. So you don't take a knee. You're just going to try to, you'll try to kick it just to, you know, it's gonna and it's gonna be a real long one, but it's like you know who cares if we miss it, we miss it. 
it's going to be that kind of a situation. I don't think it'll be a high pressure situation. I think that if it's later in the game, it, it won't matter enough. And if it, for the pressure to really be that much of a, of a pressure cooker. And if it's early in the game, I think it'll just be, it's just going to be too much of a defensive minded game. Um, I don't think that I really don't see. I see the Eagles doing a lot of end, end zone touchdown dancing and I see the chiefs getting shut out a lot. So I'm really, I'm going, I'm going in this direction of the, just the Eagles defense kind of controlling this game. So, uh, yeah. Uh, very good, Matt. That'll be an interesting one to watch as the game goes on. Uh, next up, Matt, we've cruised through the first half and we got to make our way to the halftime show uh, this year, Apple Music is presenting Rihanna as the Super Bowl halftime performer. Um, I don't know if you know this. I-, I Googled facts about Rihanna. Do you know that we're all pronouncing her name wrong? Do you know it's Rihanna? Rihanna. I always said Rihanna, but it's Rihanna. Is that is that like is that how she pronounces her name? Yes. Is that her real name? It's her middle name. Her first name is Robin. Okay. Uh, she's also the richest female musician in the world worth over $1 billion. She's from Barbados. She is. Cool. Rihanna. Absolutely. Rihanna, that sounds like the way that like somebody's somebody's aunt would pronounce her name. Rihanna. Yeah, it's very Midwest. <laughs> Jay Wales, I love me that new Rihanna record. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Rihanna, Matt, are you a, are you a fan of Rihanna? I'm not not a fan. I just don't know a whole lot of her songs. But it's funny how that like happens to also, us a lot. She's also been I don't know, I just don't listen to music, but but she um I don't listen to the a lot of the kids' music, but. Uh, I mean, she's been with us for a while now, right? She's, I feel like we like Rihanna, I'm just going to call her Rihanna now. I'm going to have to get used to it. Um, she's been, she's been around for a while, like a long while. I remember, I I feel like she's been like, she's kind of grown up with us. Right. Am I wrong about that? I, I remember like Rihanna songs coming out when. We were probably both in high school. No, her first uh, poem to replay, if you remember that one, her first real hit was 2005. Yeah. No, I was going to say even before that, for sure. She's. Yep. She has. She has been around the track, as they say. I agree. And a lot of number one hits along the way. I think she'll be a great halftime performer. The interesting question I have is, can she. Uh, anchor it as one person now there's not there's been whispers of maybe guests but nothing concrete um and i just wonder we've seen this before matt some artists are able to anchor an entire show um i'm curious if she will be it's hard to do by yourself it's basically what i'm saying so i'm curious how that will work uh now matt is tradition here on the program that we uh we each pick Three songs, although we did 
no, four songs. We each pick four songs we think are going to be performed. We go back and forth in picking. You get a point for each one she performs during the show. And Matt, this happens every year, and I'm very jealous. You somehow get first pick at this. Um, I have thought about this. I've given I've given this probably more thought than any of the other prop bets because I don't like that I don't know a lot of her work. So I did a little bit of research here, and. The thing is with Rihanna is that like so many, so many of her songs work in the Super Bowl con in the context. I always try to think about that. I always try to think about how does this artist, how do their tracks, how do, how does their, how do their songs like, how can they be incorporated into the Super Bowl? And uh, like with their overall, does their vibe fit? And and almost all of her main her major songs really fit the vibe check of a live Super Bowl performance. So this is going to be a really hard list to narrow down. Um, I I really think that so many of her songs could work in this context. I'm going. I'm going to use my first pick on um. Maybe I'll save that one, but I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm going to I'll save that one for later, but I'm I'm going to go with a probably an obvious one. Um, probably a. Uh, like. A, um, everybody's going to probably see this coming kind of thing, but I, it's the song that I really I think she has to sing like she's got to sing this yep. one because. Yeah. I'm going to go with Umbrella. I feel like she's got to sing Umbrella. Okay. She got to. I, I just feel like that's, that's, that's just, it's going to be like, it's going to, I feel like it's probably going to be like the finale song. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say Umbrella. You could actually bet, place a bet whether or not there will be Umbrella props. Specifically Umbrella. A specifically physical I think umbrella it's just because props. Because it's so it works with right props exactly. I was just going to say it's it, a catchy it, it song works so well with that. Like you one know, everybody of her biggest takes hits. out umbrellas. Like doesn't make any sense in the desert in Arizona, but it's you know. Uh, yeah. Matt, I neither think the, I think it's a great selection. Uh, I would have taken it as well if you hadn't, but you didn't take my number one pick. Um, so Which I'm happy about that. Two. Yeah. Probably. Um, I'm going to go with, I would say, I don't know if it was her biggest hit uh, chart wise, but I do think it's the one that's maybe one of her most recognizable hits. And that would be Don't Stop the Music. Good choice. Very good choice. Not the one that I had saved for number two, though. But a okay. good choice. A good choice. Um, well, Matt, then I guess you're going to get your second choice. What's your second choice? Um, my second choice was diamonds shine Great bright one. like a diamond, because I think that's, that's what the night is kind of about in a way with the Lombardi trophy and all the players shining bright like a diamond. So I'm going to take diamonds. Uh, I think that's a great one. Um, I'm going to go with. And I may be a bit biased because I, this is one of the songs I really remember of hers. Um, 
more so than some of the other more chart-topping ones, but I'm going to go with We Found Love. Another good choice. Just because I... I, Because she's not going to play a lot of, like, specific hits. I think she's going to want to play the crowd-pleasers, and I think that's a crowd-pleaser. So... I feel good about that. Matt, what's your third song? My third song is the one I've been holding close to my vest. Okay. This is, this is really a bit of an outside take here. And it hinges on a lot of like other things happening. Specifically, it hinges on there being a guest performer, a specific guest performer. Uh, that is going to be maybe maybe some might say a long a longer shot or in the longer the realm of longer shots but Rihanna uh, and also it, it hinges on the fact that this is technically not a Rihanna song although she does feature in it and I think she will mm-hmm. sing it in this Super Bowl I'm talking about the song Run This Town which is Jay-Z featuring Rihanna but I think Rihanna is going to sing it and I think Jay-Z is going to show up and sing it with her I think they're going to duet Run This Town and like I said, uh, it's my that's that's my hail mary pick, that's my long shot pick. But it is such a football ass football song. It's about running this town and who's going to run this town tonight. And it's been featured in many commercials. I want to lock that one in. It's been featured in in many uh, specifically it, football commercials. Hmm. It is an interesting choice, uh, but I think one of the key reasons is that uh, Jay-Z's recording company actually produces the Super Bowl halftime show now, Rock Productions. I did not Um, know that. So you may be onto something. You may be onto something. Interesting choice. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt, my next choice, I think my next two are both not super likely, but why not? Um, I'm going to go with one of her earliest hits in her career that I think, again, is just so popular. I think she can't not play, and that would be all the way back from 2006, SOS. That's uh, the ABBA song, right? Uh, Maybe ABBA will show up and sing it with her. Hey, they're back together now, so you never know. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. That would be very cool. Yeah. So no, I'm going with SOS. What's your uh, what's your last pick, Matt? Forgive my math here, Sean. But did I? I feel like I used all three. Did I not use all three? We're, well, we did. Do we expand we to four? For some reason, um, because in 2021 we did three, but last year we did four. So if you want to do four, we can do four. Okay. All right. I mean, you because I have a pick. Sure. sure. Uh. Well. <laughs> I, uh, eh, all right. Um, now, now I, now you got me, you got me looking up more Rihanna songs here <laughs> uh, that I, that I have to know. Um, let's see. Uh, uh I'm going to go with love on the brain. Why not? I think that's going to be love on the brain. Uh, I Love think that's going to be because okay. I feel like she's got to, she's got to from her 2016 album Anti, um, or Auntie. I don't know how that's pronounced, but I feel like that's got to be like there's got to be a so that song that like cools everything down for a little bit, and that's a little bit of a slower song, Love on the Brain. So although now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm not changing my answer, but 
does the NFL want a song that specifically references someone's brain uh, being affected in some way by something? I don't know. With all the I concussion don't... and CTE things going on. I don't know, but I'm still going to lock it in, sure. Okay. Love on the brain. Maybe the NFL wants you to think about love on the brain so you don't have to think about water on the brain or uh, <laughs> any of the other horrible, horrible side effects that there are to playing this violent, violent sport. Or maybe they just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lock uh, it in. Okay. I got that listed in map for my final one. I was originally thinking I was going to do Take a Bow because I thought that's kind of a nice ending song or a little bit of a slower one, but I'm not going to take it. Instead, I'm going to take Work, which was a big hit. And there's also rumors that, um, you know, on the list of people who could show up and perform with her, Drake is up on that list. So... That was my pick. So those are our songs. Um, and we'll see. We get a point for each correct one. So we'll see how we do. Next up, Matt, new bet this year. Uh, the Super Bowl is taking place at State Farm Stadium this year in beautiful Glendale, Arizona. The question for you, Matt, how many beers do you think are going to be sold during the game? The line is set at 120,000. Are you taking the over or the under? Uh, I don't know. The, the over, I guess. I mean, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> in this economy, sure. I mean, if you could afford to go to the Super Bowl, the hell. The desert's a hot place. Drink up. So according to Google, the capacity at State Farm Stadium is 63,400 people. So everybody would need to. I drink. don't know if that helps. Like what? Two beers? That's if then that would they would go over if everybody had two. If every single person had at least had two, at yes, at least two. But there's going to be okay. Here's why I'm going to say over. Okay, two reasons: Eagles fans, Chiefs fans. But now Beer that I'm fans. saying it out loud, they do they have? And we're gonna we're gonna isolate a lot of our viewers here across the nation in Kansas City and in. Uh, Philadelphia, but do they have the money to afford to drink the beer that is being served at the Super Bowl, or are they more likely to just smuggle in the clear in like a in like a canteen? I'm at least for the Philly fans, that's probably going to be the case. They're going to put some grain alcohol in a jar and keep it under their jersey, tucked in their pants. Yeah. So, um, or let's be real, they'll probably just show up to the game plastered anyway. Uh, so I wish I had taken the under, but I, I'm a man of my word. I've locked it in. I'm going to say it's going to be over. Well, that's good, Matt, because I was going to take the under. Um, I think a couple things. One, I think the excitement of the Super Bowl is going to slow down how much people are drinking. Uh, I also think that, uh, tickets to the Super Bowl are very expensive. Therefore, I think it'll be wealthier people. Therefore, I don't know if how much beer they'll be drinking. They may be drinking wine or cocktails or other alcohols. Um, and, uh, I agree with you. They'll be partying all day and all night. So how much they'll actually drink at the game, leave some to be desired. So, um, I'm going to take the under on that. No, you were, Uh, you're going to win that bet, but uh, I don't, I I don't, well, Matt, listen, I will tell you, 
it's still Eagles fans. I and will it's tell still you, Chiefs fans. So there's that. I did read some expert analysis on this particular bet, and they looked at past years of beer sales at the Super Bowl and things like that. Most of the experts I read said take the over. Okay. So you might be onto something. Don't don't count yourself out yet. Um. All right, our last non-traditional bet, Matt. Um, every once in a while, we'll do a bet where it compares something about the Super Bowl to something in the outside world unrelated to the Super Bowl, which I find fun. Matt, the question is, and this is just a simple up or down, what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? So I'm going to record the price of one Bitcoin at the moment of kickoff and record the price again when the clock hits zero. Do you think the price of Bitcoin over the span of those couple hours will go up or down? I think I went first last time. Okay. <laughs> um, so Bitcoin, obviously a uh, less than stable financial instrument. Um and on a daily basis can go up or down depending on the hour. So it is an interesting bet, to be completely honest. Um, one interesting thing I did read is, Matt, I'm sure you'll remember, last Super Bowl, a number of uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency commercials at the Super Bowl. They were everywhere. Well, it's been officially reported that there will be no cryptocurrency ads at this year's Super Bowl. So not a lot of opportunity to uh, mess with the price of Bitcoin, at least from that perspective. Um, my thought is based on the hour of the game, I think we'll have something to do with it because a lot of trading happens after the markets close in the evening. And so based on kickoff, which I believe is at six 30, um, I anticipate it will go. down i think it's going to go down doesn't mean it'll be down the whole day i think for those couple hours based on when trading occurs bitcoin will be down okay um do i have to say up or can i agree with you and say down as well there is no saying you can't agree okay because i think it's probably it's just or we'll both get no point but that's fine I think, yeah, I think because I think it's going to be down. I think that uh, I, I have no okay. re- no real reason to say that it'll be up. I don't know anything really about the the about the bitcoins, and I don't really know why they would be up at that particular time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the down. Listen, when you're dealing with crypto, betting on it going down is usually a safe bet. So yeah, no shame there. Uh, Matt, let's continue on to one of our all-time favorite bets, the color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach. Now, Matt, I'm the only one of us to ever get this right. I've gotten it right uh, two years out of the years we've done, including last year I predicted blue correctly. You've never won this one yet. How do you feel about that? This is Gatorade getting its revenge on me, Sean. I don't know if you knew this, but growing up, I did play some sports, but I did not drink Gatorade ever. I was a water kid. And that's why you never went pro. I was like the water boy. I was not, uh, I was not given Gatorade and I was not, uh, we were not a Gatorade household. 
you uh, never had the Kool-Aid, electrolytes yes. you needed. We drank some Kool-Aid once in a while, but not never Gatorade. So this is Gatorade getting its revenge on me. And um, that's fine. That's well, fine. You, you got another shot this year. Uh, I can share with you uh, what Vegas thinks the most likely colors are going to be uh, in order from uh, the most likely to least likely. They're combining lime slash green slash yellow is their most likely followed by orange, then purple, red, clear and blue. Now, last year was blue um, and the year before that it was also blue. Blue is a pretty great bet. Um, I remember in the past I've tried to I've tr- really tried to I really tried to pick orange. I thought like orange would be right. Wasn't it orange as like a? It's extremely rare. I want to say no. Orange actually, you know what? I do or have a chart. The, or on, is orange the one that's the most common? And it's like we never pick it. So no. So going back ten years. Uh, it, it was in reverse order, blue, blue, orange, blue, yellow, none, orange, blue, orange, none. That's right. There was the year when there was none. Um, the two years, I think. Yeah. The Patriots, the first year we did this. Um, yeah. So orange, uh, and blue are by far the most common over the last 10 years. Right. Right. And orange is, and we never, um, we, I, maybe it's red then red is the one where I'm like, oh, it's gotta be, it's going to be red this year. No. Um, I feel like I'm going to I'm just going to go green. I think that's the that's the green lime mixture. I think that's the one I'm going to pick. Um I don't really I used to I used to believe in this category. I used to think that there was some kind of rhyme or reason and oh like this one looks better with that color and oh maybe they'll do the blue if the Chiefs win because the blue, red, white and blue maybe they'll do um the red if the Eagles win. Uh, like to symbolize the blood of their enemies. I I never know for sure. So I I say the green lime mixture. That's the one. Why not? That's the one I'm going to pick. There is no and there is no reason for it. There's things just happen sometimes. Well, you know that's what's funny. I mean, I think green is a good pick because one of the team's colors is green. Uh, but mm-hmm. we tend to do this every year where we overthink it, where we're like, well, if. The the obviously the Chiefs will have red in their Gatorade. It's like no fucking they put the the flavors in the players like it's got nothing to do with the color. Like nobody's thinking about that ahead of time. The, it's not for the and so ops. no, it's just what they like. And I think that's why orange and blue are popular because those are the good colors or the good flavors. I mean, like if I were drinking Gatorade, I would reach for an orange or a blue. And see, I would so, want the green. I like the green ones. I don't like the green. Red's good too. Not so much the green or the purple. I Those don't, really don't care or the, the yellow. The red. I think the red is well. Too red much is ba- red's basically fruit punch. Yeah. So this year, Matt, I'm thinking about history. I'm thinking about good taste, and I'm thinking we have to get it. One of the one of us has to pick it. I'm going with orange this year because um, I think we're finally gonna. Because we've had orange, by the way. Orange was back in 2020. Uh, they dropped orange. I think it's time. I think it's time uh, that orange orange is coming back. So that's... Now, by the way, Matt, when the Philadelphia Eagles won in 2018, they dumped yellow. So... Does that count as my mixture? It's green-yellow mixture. Well, that's what Vegas did. I'm going to be honest. If you want to change your answer, you can. I think lime and green are combined. I think yellow is clearly visually different. different. See that this is we're going to have this debate on the show. It's I don't think so. It's obvious. 
The winning, I think the winning point is going to be they'll dump this Gatorade, they'll dump that color, and I'll say, Sean, that's a green. And you're no. going to say, no, that's yellow. And no. it's going to be a whole thing. That's and by point. the way, Matt, I am very, and I've looked at these scores over the last couple of years, I'm very generous when it comes to scoring. Like, even if it's close, I usually give it to one of us. So if it's like, if it's like a weird tinge of green, but it's, but if it's like blatantly school bus yellow, I am not giving it to you. So I'm just warning you. I'm just saying, I, I think we'll that see. we are going to truly be live up to our name and we are going to finally no, have a it's, date on this show. It's not going to matter because they're going to dump orange and I'm going to win. Okay. All right. And there'll be no right, confusion. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, see. All right, Matt. Uh, it's our final three of the night. Uh, and that would be the winner, the final score, and the MVP. Uh, Matt, you had a run where you picked the winner in five straight Super Bowls, but finally lost that streak last year after I picked the Rams. In terms of the score, I'm the only one of us to ever accurately predict the score of a game all the way back in 2018. But you're also the only one to accurately predict the MVP. So uh, definitely some interesting stakes here. Uh, And I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to go first on this threesome or should I? Uh, I will gentlemanly recuse. Um, okay. To Sean Lynn Hurts, the gentleman wearing the very, very sophisticated looking New Jersey Devils hard. Uh, would we determine it was a thick sweater? Not a hard sweater, a thick sweater. Uh, yes, it was a faux jersey. Um, so here's my thought, Matt. This Super Bowl will be decided by experience. If you look back to the last couple Super Bowls, okay, I'll go back even to 2019. Patriots beat the Rams. Patriots, multi-Super Bowl winning team. Rams, first time at the Super Bowl, young quarterback, young coach. Patriots win. Look at 2020. Chiefs, 49ers. 49ers, young team. Young quarterback who's never played in a Super Bowl. Beaten by a very good Kansas City team. Tampa Bay, last uh, in 2021, beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady, very experienced at the helm. And then uh, the Rams with a very experienced Matt Stafford beating rookie uh, young man, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think this will be a very good game. I think it'll be a high scoring game, which I'll talk about my score in a second. I just think Kansas City is a more all around complete team. And I think the experience of this will be their third Super Bowl in the last, what, five years that they've been in where it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I just think the Super Bowl is the toughest football game to play in, period. And I will always go with the team that has gotten it done before than the team who this is their first year really being in this sort of mix that they're in. So I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs to win this Super Bowl with a final score of... I'm going to go with uh, 34 to 24 is going to be my score. And my MVP, I don't want to say Patrick Mahomes because that's really boring. And in fact, if you asked me my most likely MVP excluding the quarterbacks, I actually think Travis Kelsey is third place behind Mahomes and Hurts. As the as the most, because I think he's going to have a huge game and really deserve consideration. But unfortunately, it always goes to the quarterback. 
and I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Matt, who do you think is going to be victorious this Sunday? So, Sean. For me, it's about I, – and I, I, I see how you looked at history as a guideline that points you in this direction to, to pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win. For me, it's also about history, but it's about more recent history. It's about history that goes back only to last month, only to January of 2023. Few very significant things, significant and monumental things happened in January of 2023. I could really point to three things that contribute um, to my decision for who will be winning the Super Bowl this Sunday. I will point you to first um, the Philadelphia Eagles, complete domination of your New York Giants. In the playoffs, um, in the in the first round of the playoffs, they're they're complete uh, coming off of coming off of complete season long domination, um, during which they they held a uh, only a two loss record, only lo- losing two regular season games. Um, they absolutely demolished the Giants. Significant event number two that I'm going to point you towards is I'm going to point you towards the. Um, Complete, complete annihilation of the San Francisco 49ers, um, again, by the Philadelphia Eagles defense that I think will control this game um, in the in the NFC Championship, completely just absolutely proving themselves, I think, um, as, as the team. Um, and before I get to the third event, that I think was significant and and is is going to impact this game. I want to talk a little bit about the Eagles as a team so far. All right, you say that they are upstarts, right? You would agree they're upstarts. They're they're new. Coach Sirianni, this is only like his second, what third, maybe regular season year. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he's a newer quarterback, still learning the ropes. They're learning to play together. They're kind of learning to jive together, and maybe they'll be in in the mix next year. Uh, Maybe they're a flash in the pan. Well, Sean, I think those are the teams that tend to get counted out. And I think the Eagles are that team that have been counted out time and time again throughout the season, throughout the playoffs. They've been they've been disregarded. They've been disrespected by their opponents. They've been disrespected by the media, the sports media. Has disrespected oh them. Is this Philadelphia sports radio? The 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 everybody everybody counts them out. I would love to do this in a Philadelphia accent if I could. You, you mean I'll, Matt? I'll you mean embarrassing the, myself? So you mean the team with the best record in the NFC and the number one seed? Everybody counted them out. They did. They did. In fact, count them out. Um, they don't want. They didn't want to talk about them, Sean. They wanted to talk about the Cowboys. They wanted to talk about the Giants. Them Cowboys. They wanted. To, <laughs> they wanted to talk about. Right, come on. They wanted to talk this about. This is ridiculous. The they want to talk about. Just say that. Just say you know you're picking the Eagles, please. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm. I'm going Stephen A. Now. They. They want to talk this about is, all the yeah. other teams. Nobody talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's the problem. They've been counted out so many times, Sean, that they have excuse to me. Prove. They have something to prove. I, I to you listen. To all the other naysayers I, out there that say they you don't were, belong. <laughs> in this 
you were very nice to let me go through my rant and not interrupt me, but you've gotten so off the rails, I don't have a choice. <laughs> Can I point out for a second that the AFC this year was just absolutely captained number one at the top by the friggin' Buffalo Bills. Everyone, they were Super Bowl favorites in week one, week two, week three through week 18. Everyone had them going to the Super Bowl. Nobody gave a crap about Kansas City all year, despite and being a great I, team and a regular championship uh, participant. I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think it's the same thing at all. And okay. I think that, and I think that previously, Sean, the other teams that you did say that you cited in the other previous Super Bowls, the upstart teams, the Cincinnati Bengals, as one of them um, being, you know, like a, a, a upstart. I don't think they had the same quality defense. This Eagles defense is something very, very, okay. very special. Very special. Well, now you're actually talking about the team. I respect yeah. that. Let's talk about the, the team. Eagles Let's talk about defense. what they bring to the field. Well, all right. I was I was making the point that other people have counted them out, and that adds to the psyche and the mentality and the desire. Oh, it so doesn't. Win. It's like Coach Sirianni has said many, many times. He says, hungry dogs run faster. Matt, hungry dogs listen, run I, faster. I got to be honest Coach with Sirianni you. Sirianni is I'm, time and time again. Matt, I am 31 years old. I had to think about it. I'm 31 years old. And every year of my life, they've counted me out from winning the Super Bowl. And damn it, I'm going to take that and I'm going to go win the Super Bowl this year. That's like, what the hell are you talking? Hungry they, dogs Every team faster. says they were counted out. Hungry That's dogs ridiculous. run faster. And That's ridiculous. I am going to show up next week. I'm going to show up with a highlighter on my, on my uh, ear and a visor mm-hmm. on my head like Coach Sirianni. And I'm going to say, um, I, I have to go for my, my third historical event. I'm, I'm doing my call back so I don't forget. Those of you who are listening, I had three historical events. The third one, um, I won't, I won't make a, a long, long and short of this one, but it's when Mahomes twisted his ankle, right? Remember when he lame ducked? He, he, he came up, you know, he's like hobbling, literally hobbling on that ankle. Like, yeah. Like in pain. That, yeah, that, he won. that was Sean. That was an injury, man. That was a, a serious injury. They won the game, but that's like, you know, the man could barely stand on that ankle. And he and may he, say they've been off for two now. weeks. He may say yeah. he's fine and he got to rest and everything, but I've twisted my ankle before. I've fractured my ankle before. Right. Ain't no, ain't no two week, three week. You tore week your rest. ACL and didn't realize it for years. ACL before. It ain't no two week, three week picnic. It's, you know, it's, it's. It's going to hurt him. It's He's going to be in pain. The All man right. is going to be in a lot of pain. And I think it's going to – the problem is not that he won't be able to play. Mahomes is going to play. Mahomes is going to play the game. The problem is that he's going to be immobilized by this. And for Patrick Mahomes to not have the ability to scramble like he like he's used to doing – now, he's not a Jalen Hurts. He's, I would not, would not consider him – I would consider him a mobile quarterback, yes – I would not consider him uh, as running being a a primary option for him. He's he's first and foremost a passer. Um, he's he's first and foremost a traditional pocket quarterback who has the ability to scramble when the pocket collapses. But this ankle injury, Sean, is going to limit him from being able to do that. It's going to make it a lot harder. And a second thing that's going to make it a lot harder is that hard hitting Philadelphia defense, like a cheesesteak. It's just it's a hard hitting thing that that like a cheesesteak hit in your arteries. This this Philadelphia O uh, line D line, it's gonna come in there. And so that being said, I am picking the Philadelphia Eagles to win this Super Bowl by a final score of twenty four to fourteen. 
24 to 14. It's a good Super Bowl score. My final. Um, I think it's 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 not necessarily on the lower scoring side. I think you're going to see more scoring later in the game rather than up front. I don't think that the Eagles are going to come in and and um, blow the doors down with their offense, but I do think it's going to be a defensive minded game. I think the Eagles defense will control the majority of it. And while I would love to say that the Super Bowl MVP, my pick in a perfect world, Sean, in an ideal world, it would be Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick would be my Super Bowl pick. And if I were a if I were a daring man, if I were if I were a, a man who liked to live dangerously and live on the edge, I would pick Hassan Reddick to get the MVP. But I think it's going Jalen Hurts. I think it's gotta go it, it, you gotta give it to the quarterback. Like you said, that's just that's who gets it. And if there was ever, if there was ever a defensive player that would earn the right, that would earn the right to a uh, an MVP award, it would be him. It would be Hassan Reddick. Um, but I think it's it's got to go Hurts. It's got to go Hurts. So Eagles win 24-14. Okay. Jalen Hurts is your Super Bowl MVP. Well, man, I think that's a very reasonable uh, prediction. If it makes you feel any better, this article from ESPN, they asked 71 football experts, reporters, analysts, anchors, people who talk about, who are paid to talk about football all day long. They asked 71 of them. And 63% chose the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Um, So clearly the experts, also their football power indexed analytics model, has the Eagles winning, but only at 51%. So it's going to be a close game, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, And it will be a fun one, Matt. Some interesting choices here. Um, The good news is one of us will win. So I highly recommend everyone be sure to follow along during the Super Bowl. Yes, Matt. I forgot. I forgot one thing. Go birds. Okay. I got to throw. Ah, in go yeah, I got to throw in a go birds at the end. Boo. I was on that tirade, and I meant to end it with go birds. So I had to. All right, continue. You know what I love? I love about uh, the Jets do it too. Uh, even worse, but about the Eagles, I love when teams chant the spelling of their names. E A G L E S Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, buddy, we <laughs> we know how Eagles are spelled. Now, the, now the upside is no. Eagles is a harder word to spell than J E T S Jets Jets Jets, which is even stupider. But um, yeah, I I definitely judge them for that. Um, Matt, I think it's great. I think it's gonna be a great game all around. Follow along live during the Super Bowl this Sunday at Up for Debate TV. I will be tweeting the results in real time, so you'll be able to keep up with the score. And Matt and I are going to be back uh, after the Super Bowl to talk about the game, the plays, the commercials, the halftime show, all the hoopla, and to reveal who is this year's Super Bowl prop bets champion. Matt, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Are we going to get the live tweets going again? Absolutely, Matt, at Up for Debate TV on Twitter. Follow us. I will be tweeting it live and hopefully looking at all of these. We should know shortly after the clock hits zero who the winner is. So um, we'll definitely know that evening. Absolutely. Very good. Well, Matt, we're over time, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Very excited. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. We're going to be back next time with all the results. Until then, make sure you subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Up for Debate. It's the purple icon. And of course, check out our website, upfordebate.tv, where all the past episodes are, including our past Super Bowl prop bets. 
But that's going to do it for us here. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Enjoy the big game. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.